G'day, I'm Woz. And I'm Nick, sometimes Coxie, mostly Nick. This is the Tradies in Business podcast, and we're here to share a bunch of tips, ideas, tactics that you can put in place to get change happening in your trade business right now. If you're really lucky, we're going to entertain you with a few mum jokes, and more importantly, a bunch of fantastic guests that will educate you in all things you need to know about trade business, but we do promise to do it with a whole bunch of fun along the way. I'm a self-confessed idiot, so strap yourself in and enjoy another episode. Hey, listeners. Hello. I want to share mm-hmm. a story. Oh, you're telling a story now. Well, I don't know if it's a story because it hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure there'll be stories off the back of it. I just realized we're both wearing green. I know. We match. Not as well as you and um, one of our team members matched earlier this Oh, week. that was stupid. I felt I wanted to change my shirt, what? but mainly because you took the piss out of me. Took the piss out of you, both of you, actually, not just. Oh, you. I don't care about the other guy. I just care about myself. <laughs> I care about both of you, and I thought it was hilarious. Oh yeah, it was fucking funny for you, wasn't it? Talking about caring about things. You know what I really care about in my life? What brings me a lot of joy? The grass. Yes. Okay, you're right. That also <laughs> brings me a lot of joy, but that is not where I was going. One of the other things I really care about. Are dogs. I did not know that about you, Nicole. <laughs> As the dog <laughs> behind my back. I love dogs. I specifically love puppies. I spent six years, six or seven years breeding and showing. I used to show staffies. Love them. Will never own another one as much as I love them because oh they have too much dogs. energy. Too much energy at this stage. I was a staffy man. I was a staffy dude. <laughs> I loved my babies. Um, and my daughter was reminding me recently. Anyway, that's another story. I'm not going down the rabbit hole. No, fuck it. It's Friday. You should. All right. My daughter was reminding me recently with every litter that we had, and I think we, we would have one litter a year, and I think maybe we had five out of the six or seven years I was doing what I was doing. Um, we would have a Max, a Maximus. He was always the biggest boy in every litter, and he was called Max. And then she was reminding me of all sorts of other not-so-nice things that go with breeding dogs. It's very hard work. Anyway, I'm firmly now a golden retriever mummy and lover, and I just adore them. And the powers that be over at Meta constantly serve me ads about golden retrievers in one form or another. And recently I was served an ad about puppy yoga with golden retrievers. Now I love moving my body as much as I love puppies. And so the two of them together is really friggin' exciting for me. I can't even wrap my head around what puppy yoga actually is. I think I mean, I've can... seen some ridiculous dog videos where they mimic their owners doing yoga. Yeah, but... It's not that. Oh, okay. I was hoping, I was hoping it was going to be dogs and owners like mirroring um, each other on a yeah. yoga mat. I'm not taking Miss Shelby. Instead, we go along and we do a yoga session. And towards the end of the yoga session, they let all these puppies loose into the room. And the oh, puppies get to go. Is this a business? Yes, it is. It's so cool. Okay. This is this is where I struggle to live in the modern world sometimes. Because like, what the, what? Like you do yoga and then they release a bunch of puppies in the room. Hey, presto, puppy yoga. And how does that not make you feel good? That makes me feel so good just thinking about it. No, I think about puppies pissing all over the yoga mats and scratching my legs and shitting in the corner on the carpet. Like, 
That's where we differently go. Absolutely. <laughs> and so all I'm thinking about is the fact I'm going to get to cuddle all these puppies. I love puppy breath and their little sharp puppy teeth and they're all snuggly and they want to play and they're so much fun. And so I decided because it might be a significant day in my life in the next couple of weeks that I wanted to spend some time with my girl gang and my girl gang shifts and changes all of the time, as I'm sure all of us have ones that shift and change. But on this particular one, I've invited um, a whole bunch of family, ladies from my family, and I've invited a, a really special friend of mine. And this really special friend of mine, we've only been friends for a couple of years, so we're still in that getting to know you phase, if you like. Anyway, she said yes immediately when I invited her along to puppy yoga and everybody's sitting there thinking, Nicole, would you just get on with the fucking story? This is taking forever. I'm, I'm getting there. I know where you're going and I'm even thinking this is dragging out. <laughs> It's my turn. You listen to worrying stories. Listen to mine. This is what happens when you wear the same colored shirt as me. Is that what is is that why is, I've yep. got a long rant? You okay, just, got you it. Become was. Mental note: never wear green again. <laughs> uh My favorite color. This girlfriend of mine immediately said, "Yeah, sure, that sounds like fun. I'll come along." Two weeks later, I actually found out she's terrified of animals. She was bitten by an animal when she was little, and she has this ongoing fear. And yet my friend still said yes to come and do something that's going to scare the shit out of her just to make me happy. And so today I really wanted to talk about how flipping cool having a girl gang is for me. Somebody that holds me up, supports me, makes space for me when I need some help, comes and does stuff with me when they don't necessarily want to do it. They're there doing it anyway. And I thought it was really cool. And so you and I were talking off air about how having that support in your life is so very important, but it's a bit rare, isn't it? It's not always easy to find your girl gang or your bro gang. What do you call a boy gang? Bunch of mates. Your mates. Just mates? Don't you have I don't know. I'm probably not the right guy to ask because I I think I've talked on the pod about this before, Coxie. You have. I, I don't. This is an area of my life where I lack mastery and clarity. We can't master everything because then you'd just be Master Shifu and he's boring. <laughs> um, I am not going to turn this into a was therapy session like most Fuck It Fridays. Please don't. I do that to help others, Nicole, not myself. I know. And I'm not so sure in the last couple of weeks it's been about others. I think it's very much been about you. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm a bit of a loner. Um, you know, school and my younger years probably um, molded that way of me a little bit. Just experiences I had, and so I've never I've never had what I would call to be a best mate. Um, you know, best man at my wedding was my brother the first time round, and then I didn't bother the second time round. So I just and I would never pick up the phone. I've been asked this, like, oh. You know, which one of your friends would you pick up the phone to and call if you were in a bind or, you know, you just needed to download with someone? It's like, nobody? I'll just go sort that shit out myself. Uh, and as I sit here looking at you, Nicole, smiling knowingly at me in your matching green shirt, <laughs> I think, it's you, Roxy. It's you. <laughs> we have these conversations every morning. I know. You've become my best mate. How um, unfortunate for you, Warwick. Uh, no, how unfortunate for you. I'm really sorry, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you're my business partner, because you can't fucking leave. 
<laughs> you have to answer my calls now. See, um, my wife is is actually yeah. my best friend, uh, yeah. and and you're my only what I would consider to be you know one of those people in my gang, right? My posse, where yeah. I'd I'd call you about something personal, mm-hmm. but then to go and do activities, generally I do stuff on my own, so I don't understand the whole bunch of mates thing because well, I'm a loner. I'm going to call you on this. I don't think you're a loner at all. I recall a time like less than a month ago when you were fly fishing with a mate. And that was, that was more, uh, I was going to, I was going on my own. Hmm. He just happened to be in Tassie and I said, oh, um, while you're here, you happen to be staying while I'm thinking about doing this thing. Uh, do you want to come? And he's like, fuck yeah. Well, if he wasn't so, okay, he wouldn't have I'm not saying that. I don't do things with other people. Yes. But like, I'm going mountain bike riding on the weekend on my own. I just put the bike on the car and I go on my own. That tends to be how I roll. And yeah, the time before, the time before that, that you went, you went with a bunch of people. I remember we spoke about it. So yeah. You- Cause they, like, what will happen is they'll reach out because I bumped into a bunch of people on the trail and they're like, oh, you know, you should come with us. And I straight away think, ooh, I don't want to do that because I'm going to get judged and they're all better than me and like all that stuff. That's why I tend to do stuff on my own because of my own internal shit. Yep. But when I go with a group of mates who I see, I think I have a different definition of good mates than what most people do. Yes. And I think your mates should be, you know, godparents to your children and they should know yep, everything yep. about you, my bank balance, my shoe size, like what I ate for dinner. Like that's some stupid idea that limits me from probably just going, yeah, I got heaps of mates, you know, they come to Tassie and they're like, oh dude, we should go for a ride together. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, sure. But I don't, I don't contact them and go, hey, you want to come with and do this thing? Cause otherwise I'm not going, cause going on my own is kind of weird. I think that uh, perhaps it's also a bit of a stage of life as well. Like I I, I think I can remember when I was a young mum, the whole girls weekend concept was a really big thing for me. So every Mm. half a year or something, there'd be a girls weekend. And it was more, I don't know, it was just really about time without the children and time replenishing friendships. And getting very pissed and having a very good time. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, well, I'll call it for what they were. It's no different than a bloke's weekend for the most part where they go fishing and they will come home with hangovers and they stink like fish. And ugh. But I don't now at this point in my life, it's not something I look for ever, ever. In fact, I've had some girlfriends reach out and say, hey, you travel a lot. If ever you want to go a day early or stay an extra couple of days, let me know and I'll tag along. Mm. And it's not that I don't value time with them. It's just that I'd actually really just rather get home. I miss Shelby and my cats and I just really like where I live. Crazy cat lady that lives on her own. Maybe. And so I just want to come home and it's Mm. not, uh, you know, that's just a stage of life. The whole going out thing isn't as attractive for me anymore. Yep. I love a great meal. I love going out to a beautiful restaurant. I love great service and all of those things, but I'm not looking for the big, loud, audacious girls nights or girls weekends like I used to, instead, I'd rather go to puppy yoga with my girl gang. And then we're going to have a kick-ass lunch and maybe a glass of wine if we're real lucky. And that I, that will just be the most perfect day for me, full stop. Except if I, if I got a beach visit in as well, it'd be like, yeah, this is So killer. is there anything more to the, the girl gang than other 
other than just hanging out with some other humans? Like, is there any other? Oh, not that it has to be value to everything, right? This is was overthinking shit. Yeah, Surprise. Yeah. yeah. But but what what else is in there other than going to puppy yoga and having a prosecco with a bunch of chicks? That's a great question. I think it's the way you get one another in a different way. Like, you know how the whole men are from Mars, women from Venus thing? We speak mm-hmm. different languages, right? Mm, you would agree you and I have had many oh, yeah. robust conversations because we haven't understood one another. Yep. And yet when we boil it down and get to the tin tacks, we're actually saying the same thing yeah, nearly like, every oh, single time. Oh, we actually agree. Yeah. <laughs> all the time whereas I never have those opportunities with my girls because we just we get one another it's just it's the commonality we speak the same I've arrived at this stage in my journey where I'm surrounded by women who if they don't want to go out they just say I don't Nick I just really don't fucking feel like it today I'm not going to go out no worries you don't have to come Mm. appreciate that you were going to that's that's enough for me or um I don't feel like, well, I probably don't. I've reached that age where I don't feel like a lot of this stuff any of the time, but I don't feel like I've got to do a thing or act away or speak away or eat yeah. a thing or drink a thing to to please my girl gang. It's very much just about yeah. I get to go and be me. I do get it. I do. Look, I am not making this shit up. I am a bit of a hermit. I'm a bit of a loner. I always have been. I like doing stuff on my own. And I know there's some men who just, they love hanging out with their mates. You know, the, yep. the boys weekend, I yep. have never done that. It's never, never been ever. a thing for me. I've mm-hmm. been on some and it's not my jam, you know, like regardless of the age. I mean, my bucks party for my final marriage was I went and did a two-day hike in the wilderness on my own. Like that was how I went and celebrated and prepared for my final marriage and you know like that's just that's my thing and and that's why I look at bunches of mates sometimes wistfully because I think wow that that sounds really cool and these guys all talk about hanging out with their mates or going on boys trips or whatever and you know I've got guys that I know that go to Japan skiing every year you know they're successful entrepreneurs tradies builders and and plumbers and shit but they save up and they go to Japan and they go snowboarding on these boys trips and they take their sons along for boys weekends or they go up Fraser for the boys trip. And I tried it a couple of times and it was just kind of weird. Uh, but that's cause that's not me, but I do yeah. have mates, right? Right. You know, I, I had a conversation with, uh, someone who I should definitely consider a mate recently, like a bit of a realization. It's like, oh yeah, he thinks I'm his mate. I should mm-hmm. probably treat him the same <laughs> But he shared some stuff with me um, and, you know, got a bit teary talking about a particular topic that was dear to his heart. And I found myself standing there feeling quite privileged to be a part of that. And I thought, wow, this guy really sees me as (laughs) someone that he can actually express deep emotion with about a personal thing. I should probably think about him the same way. Oh, Warwick. <laughs> so I get it. I get the girl gang and the group of mates thing. Um, if anyone's looking for a friend, I'm I'm taking applications <laughs> at the moment. I mean, no, I'm I'm submitting applications. Anyway, <laughs> well, I, I've just had a really good thought. Right, so you all know I'm a mum, and all my kids are adults now, and mm. officially they've all flown the nest. I have. I'm a, I'm a very lonely. Lonely, very happy, empty nester with my dog. Crazy and, cat lady and my cat. And, <laughs> and that's okay. And 
something that I've I've found really interesting and have been observing with them. So those that are only have one now that's single, all of the other four are in relationships. And so I've managed to watch and observe them all. And they all had really close girl or boy gangs. They were very invested. They spent a lot of time together. They traveled together. Everything they did was together, all their, their fun time. As their significant others have turned up in their lives, that completely changes and mm. their gang becomes the two of them. It's about that unity. Couple gangs. Yeah. So our youngest has, he's the most recent to fly the nest. He's almost 20. He's met a lovely young lady who lives quite some hours away from us. And despite the fact he works quite some hours away from where she lives, he's decided he wants to go and spend all of his time with her. Yes, says mum, I've got another bedroom back. <laughs> anyway, um, he was, before that, he was very socially involved with his friends. He was still never ever home. So this is why it's not a problem for your kids to leave because they're never home before they go anyway. He was never home. He was always out with his, with his mates. And this weekend, coincidentally, he's out in Roma playing a, a football carnival that I think is really just about can you play football drunk or not. It's for all ages, <laughs> including some of the fathers. So it's a bit like that, what you're referring to, where they're yep. taking the kids along. Anyway, I'm drawing a long bow here, but the point I'm coming back to is I think when that stage of life arrives that we have these boys' weekends and girls' weekends, it is also that opportunity to feel our youth again. Mm what life was like before it was really complicated but because before we get married or before we, you know, pledge ourselves to somebody significant and have children and all of those things, buy houses, you know, the stuff, we have a lot of fun and we mm. do it without complication or burden mm. or expectation. And I wonder if the whole boys weekend and girls weekend thing really harks back to that innocent time of our lives. And so it's far less complicated than we all make it. And it's really just about, Going and hanging out, having fun, mm. not worrying about anyone but yourself. I'm just realizing, Coxie, that that ship has definitely sailed for me. <laughs> As a 50-year-old man with a four-month-old son, uh, pretty sure I'm not going to be doing the just kicking the heels up, having fun thing for a while. And yet I know that that's complete bullshit. Yes. Um, because of the choices I've made in life. So anyway... This is not all about me. This is about you telling long stories now that you're wearing a matching coloured shirt. Well, everybody needed to know I was going to puppy yoga. In fact, by the time they hear this, I will have been to puppy yoga. So make sure you check out our socials. I'll do my very best to get some photos and you can laugh along with me. I still want to know how they deal with puppies pissing all over the yoga mats. I'll tell you if it actually even happens. All right, listeners, this has been another Fuck It Friday where Coxie and I just, I don't know, jam on whatever's floating past at the time. Sometimes it's a rant. Sometimes it's about girl gangs and the fact that Woz has no friends. <laughs> uh, if you want us to rant on something or jam on something on one of these episodes, head over to our Facebook group or you can mm. just find us anywhere on our socials and drop us a message. I don't really give a shit how you get in touch. Just get in touch. If you want to be my friend, get in touch. Uh, there's lots of vacancies. But just drop us a message and we'll jam on anything. Uh, challenge us. Ooh. We will discuss anything. Politics, religion, nutrition, uh, gender issues, you name it. We'll touch Shit. it. You have just opened a box that we need to talk about. This bit of the episode might actually go missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, drop us a message, uh, head over to our socials and uh, leave a comment and we'll uh, we'll give it a red hot go. Thanks for listening. Hey, Ru. Thank you.